Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Sounds from the Locker Room, where we bring you the best of the Flyers' post-game interviews, as well as Dave Haxtall's post-game press conference. This episode will feature quotes following the Flyers' 4-0 win against the Chicago Blackhawks on Saturday afternoon. We kick it off with Brian Elliott, whose 33 saves earned him the first shutout of 2017-18. Elliott hasn't allowed more than two goals in any of his last five appearances. He's been perfect in each of his last two performances, coming in relief on Saturday and stopping all 16 shots en route to a comeback win on Thursday before blanking the Hawks Saturday afternoon. Elliott spoke of the team's mindset in the game and the approach necessary to continue their recent run of success. You know, as soon as you rest on your laurels, that's when things go bad. So it's just a constant, uh, uh, you know, a reminder in, in the locker room that, you know, we got to bring it every shift, every period. And uh, tonight was definitely a step in the right direction. Um, you know, it was a little bit of a fragile team over there, and I think we did a good job to, you know, um, limit their chances right away and then uh, kind of uh, just counts on ours and I thought we did a really good job of just being um, you know consistently uh, like, a, like a bulldog out there so I think that's the, uh, the I guess the tenacity that we need. Moose called the two goal lead the worst lead in hockey on Thursday referencing the Flyers ability to come back from a 4-2 deficit. He was asked about the importance of protecting and extending their own two goal lead on Saturday. Yeah, um, you know, making it to, to that three nothing is it was big, and um, you know, a couple big plays um, defensively that that lead to it, and I think you know that's that's been the story um, the last couple of games is that uh, you know you, you make a couple of plays, block a couple of shots, and then you go the other way, and um, you know we did that tonight. Was this his best personal sixty minute effort this season? Um, yeah, um, you know, whenever you. Uh, you put a donut up on the scoreboard and you feel good, but, um, you know, it, it was, you know, I felt on, I felt uh, like I was seeing pucks and, and stuff was hitting me, so that's all you can ask for as a goalie. Even though his time off due to injury was unfortunate, did he think maybe it was necessary to be able to reset mentally? No, I'm not really. Um, you know, I felt I was playing really good before that, and you almost want to stay on that, that role, so instead of taking off a couple of games, but, uh, you know, fortunately I got back in, you know, right away and, and back in again today. So, um, you know, it's good to keep it rolling. The Flyers' PK blanked the Hawks' power play. What has he seen improve from the struggling penalty kill unit? I think awareness and um, the the time to pressure. I thought we've been pressuring a lot better. And uh, the way you kill in this league is, is to, you know, like I said, the last game is to put it 200 feet and, and kill the clock. And that's uh, that's what we've been doing. And, um you know, we uh, we kept it out of the net on the, our power play too, so that helps. Is that Charlie O'Connor I hear? On the shift after the the second goal, uh, you made two saves: one on a on a deflection from a shot, and then a rebound save. Um, obviously, you know they score there. It's two one, totally different game. Do you, in the moment, do you kind of recognize how big of a save that is, or are you just so focused that it just just feels like any other save? Yeah, you're just you know next shot. You know, you're just next shot mentality that you you want to. 
uh, stop but you can definitely feel you know momentum changes out there and feel when they're coming on and they had a couple um, charges there that we couldn't get it out of our zone or we took some icings but we did a really good job of settling things down you know icing is not the worst thing in the world uh, sometimes so um, I thought we played it pretty good. Has Christian Folan's experience as a veteran made it easier for him to fit into the defensive rotation so quickly? I think so. Um, you know, it's always hard uh, when you change teams to, uh, you know, fit into the system. But he, he's done a remarkable job. And, you know, again tonight he had a huge block in the second period that, uh, you know, it was a tough tough play for me to see the puck. And, and he just stuck out a leg and, and blocked it. And I think that's one of his strengths of his game. And I think it's really coming through now. Finally, while Philly dominated most of the game, Chicago carried play for a bit for the first part of the first period. But Elliott was up to the task, thanks in large part to the defense allowing him to see the early shots. Was Elliott happy with the defensive effort in front of him? Yeah, um, for sure. It's, uh, they only had a couple shots from the point. Um, they had some stuff in the slot, but uh, you know, we did a good job just taking sticks, allowing me to, to focus on the, the shot, and um, I think that's a, a good recipe. Claude Giroux has been named the NHL's third star of the week for his eight-point performance over the last three games. Giroux scored a goal and registered a pair of assists on Saturday to give him 22 points through the first 17 games of the season. Giroux commented on what he has seen improved over the course of this six-game point streak. You know, we're, we're playing a really good team team game. Uh, defense, the, the goalie, the forwards, I think we're, uh, our chemistry is a lot better. And uh, like you said, when you have a little confidence, what was the difference between the 2-0 lead the Flyers surrendered on Thursday and the 2-0 lead they were able to extend on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, they're a dangerous team offensively, and uh, it was very important for us to, to be responsible defensively and make sure we make the, the right play. And uh, I think as a team, we, were, uh, we played a great uh, five guys on the ice. They're everybody's on the same page, and it just makes everybody's job a lot easier. The captain has been moving up the franchise leaderboard, and his three-point performance moves him into fourth place all-time with 699 points, now trailing only Brian Propp, Bill Barber, and Bobby Clark. What does his place among the team's all-time greats mean to him? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's a great honor. I mean, there's a lot of good players that, uh, that played here, and uh, to be able to be in that, uh, in that group, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's very special. Thoughts on Christian Folan's stretch of solid play? No, he's playing well. He's playing hard. Uh, I mean, he needs to puck well. Uh, we're pretty uh, comfortable uh, with him back there. How is the captain feeling about his line right now? Yeah, we're playing well. Uh, I mean, other other lines are playing well also, and uh, you know we uh, when we have a chance right now, to, it just feels like everything's going in. Kutsi's uh, second goal kind of went off a skate and went in, so uh, obviously it feels pretty good. Giroux wrapped up by commenting on Brian Elliott's shutout. Yeah. Best game this year. Uh, anytime we had a um, we had a breakdown defensively, he was there to make the stop. And uh, I mean, just he was hand, uh, handling the puck well tonight. Christian Folan's stretch of strong play has been one of the more pleasant surprises in the first month of the season, especially during this six-game point streak. One of the reasons Folan was brought in was for his ability to help out a struggling penalty kill unit. The Flyers' PK was perfect on Saturday for only the fourth time this year. Has he seen improvement from the group recently? Yeah, I mean, like I said before, we, we talked about it a lot, but it comes down to details. That player, the player in the puck left 200 feet and 
I'm being hard. Uh, even the last two games, we talked about being a little bit more aggressive, and I think that be, might have been a, been a key tonight because uh, they have so many skilled players out there. If you put a lot of pressure on them with good sticks, uh, they're going to turn the puck over and we can clear it. Something that we worked on for basically the whole season. When we come into the preseason, when I was new here, we, we started talking about having a good PK, and sometimes the puck doesn't bounce your way. And but we're, I think we're doing the last few games, we're doing the right things, but somehow the puck ended up in our net. And, that's something we want to take a lot of pride in being better on the penalty kill. So uh, I think we really, really, really took a step forward in the right direction today. After what was deemed, perhaps prematurely, as a Johnny Oduya-esque start to the season, Folan appears to be settling into his role. Is this as comfortable as he's felt in orange and black? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, after, after that little shot, shaky start, it's, it's getting better. Uh, I feel more comfortable in, in all kinds of situations. I get put out there in, in a lot of different... Uh, situation so it's, it's fun to be out there and it's fun to play with goals because he's such a good defenseman uh, sometimes it's easy to just to get the puck to him and he'll do the rest but I think we're working really well and I think we our whole whole decor as a unit even the goalies today did a tremendous job like moving the puck and, and getting up to the forwards. Is the team mentally stronger than it was to start the season? Yeah absolutely yeah, Elliot made some really good stops right away and we know we knew they were going to come up flying and they, and they did and we kind of sat back or we didn't really sit back but we we weathered a storm and we, we got going and we could just take took over from there and I think we made some really really smart plays on the along the along the boards that had a, a big effect today like we had a lot of like two on ones and, and, and stuff like that and we, we put our, our guys in those situations they're gonna score goals. Sean Couturier did not have the start to the season he would have liked coming off a breakout offensive season that saw him basically double his previous season highs. Coots netted a pair of goals and picked up the assist on Nolan Patrick's empty net goal on Saturday. How is the number one center feeling about his game lately? I'm feeling better. Um, I think I'm sharper on little details. Uh, my game's getting better and got a better timing, better chemistry with my line mates. And uh, you know, just gotta build on that and keep uh, keep going one game at a time, getting getting better every game, and uh, you know, just uh, keep pushing. Back. Well, I think on on that road trip out west, um, I'm, I was skating more uh, as a line. We we talked uh, about moving the puck uh, a little quicker east west behind the net, using the whole ice uh, offensively. And right now, uh, puck's moving quick. We're moving all over the offensive zone. And, creating a lot of chances and you know we just gotta keep doing that. While the assistant captain's first goal was a beauty, warding off a backchecker to maintain position on his breakaway as time expired on a Flyers penalty and making a move around Crawford to score despite drawing what would have been a penalty on Chicago in the process, his second tally was a bit greasier, backing the puck off of former teammate Brandon Manning on a centering attempt off the rush. How does it feel to get a bounce like that one? Yeah, yeah, I mean any any goal feels good. At the end of the year, they're not gonna—they're not gonna look back how I scored them. They're just gonna remember how I scored. So, uh, just putting the puck on that for a rebound, and you know, got lucky there. Uh, the guy putting in their net. Is the team maturing and becoming mentally tougher compared to the start of the year? Well, I mean, confidence obviously helps. Right now, we're everything's going well. Uh, you know, guys are battling hard. We're recovering pucks. Guys aren't afraid to make plays, and that's huge when you when you have that confidence to make plays. And um, you know. I think earlier in the year, guys were trying to make plays and weren't battling that. You know, if you screwed up, we weren't recovering pucks. Now the guys are battling hard to get those pucks back, and uh, you know we're making it tougher to play against. How important was Brian Elliott's effort? Yeah, all night he, he was great. Uh, you know, uh, he kept us in the lead there, and that's huge. You get confidence from from that, and it just uh, it just helps the whole lineup. And 
when you have a guy that you know, keeps you in the game like that and makes big saves, it's uh, you know it's huge. Thoughts on Claude Giroux's play? I mean, he's he's our leader. He's uh, you know it's his it's his team, and uh, you know he's uh, he seems to be on a mission and he's playing some some good hockey, making plays, battling hard, um, scoring some goals, and uh, that's what you want from your captain. It, it just pushes everyone to, to battle that much harder. How has the team turned around its start to games now having opened the scoring in six straight contests? Like I said, we're we're not afraid to make plays and guys are recovering pucks when when we turn it over and making it hard to to, to transition for the other team. And um, earlier in the year I thought, you know, guys would, would screw up or turn the puck over and it was kinda negative and wasn't really any effort to get that puck back. Right now guys are just battling everywhere, all over the ice, to get that puck back and making it just tougher to play against. And I mean, that's I mean, the goals come come along after that. Robert Haig rounds out the players' portion of this episode. The second-year D-man was asked to assess the team's recent play since they seem to be turning around after a less than ideal start to the year. Uh, I mean, we still have uh, a few things to clean up, but uh, we're going in the right direction, absolutely. And I think uh, this game was a, a big game for us. We knew. They were like lost the last six games, or they said they were going to come out hard, and I think we, we did a pretty good job tonight. After allowing at least one power play goal in the previous nine games, the Flyers' PK shut out Chicago's struggling power play. Was this a point of emphasis both before and after the game? Yeah, I think happy, is happy right now. So. <laughs> no, but I think we did a pretty good job tonight, and I mean, even the last game, I think we. Same thing there, the PK is going the right direction, even that we're letting in goals. Like, it uh, it happens, and it shouldn't happen, but uh, so hopefully we can build something on that. I would say it's just better execution. I mean, we're talking about the small details all the time, but you have to go out and do it. So I would say the execution is the biggest reason tonight. Haig then credited Brian Elliott, who picked up his first shutout of the season. He was outstanding. I mean, without him and that tonight, it would be a different game, I would think. And finally, how about Sean Couturier? Yeah, he was pretty good out there tonight. So, it's great to have him back the same uh, as he was last year. And I think he hasn't been that bad as some of the guys are saying, but uh, it's good for him. Did that bench get a little crazy after that goal? Huh? Did that bench get a little crazy after, after he scored that goal? That long length of the ring? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to see someone go the length of the ice and score a big goal. And I mean, it was the second goal tonight, so it was a huge one. We have reached the end of this episode, fam, and we will close out, as we always do, with Dave Haxtell's post-game press conference. Uh, Dave has coached his team to a 5-0-1 record in its last six. Pretty, pretty good. Let's see what he has to say. He's doing a little bit of everything for us. He, you know, he's played well five on five. Um, showing penalties, you know, he, uh, he's got his power 
power play unit tonight was outstanding, you know, other than the puck not going into that. So, um, you know, what I really what I love about him is, is the battle level on, you know, in tight areas, small, you know, small area battles, um, ability to come up with pucks and then make a play with it. Um, you know, the rest of it is pretty obvious. I think anybody that's watching can do some pretty special things out there. Um, but I love the I love the compete the battle of it. It seems like every game that uh, that top line is taking another step forward. Are you are you seeing that as well? They you know they've played pretty good hockey over the last you know even when things weren't going so well you know they they played some pretty good hockey. Now you know we're we're seeing Coos play you know with a lot of confidence. You know he, he fought through a time where nothing was coming easy. But he fought through that, he battled through that, um, you know, and, you know, so you're seeing some chemistry there and a lot of real good hard play. You know, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of hope to their game. And, um, you know, when they play real sound, solid hockey, uh, give themselves an opportunity to play in the offensive zone, uh, they're, they're really effective. You know, the, the transition, the plays off the, off the rush, those are going to come, those come naturally. You know some of those harder areas of the game when they consistently give themselves the opportunity uh, to you know to be on the offensive side, they're they're a good line, and that's where you're seeing a little bit of extra chemistry generated. I think. On Sean, Yeah. 
Well, he draws. He draws those hard minutes, and that's that's the you know that's the step that he's taken. He's, he's not out checking the other team's top players. I mean, that's that's part of the role. The other part of the role is to come out of that out of that matchup plus one, you know, five on five on the night, you know, and that's a that's a hell of a task, you know, given the you know the players and, and the lines that. You know, he he and his line mates end up playing against on most nights. So, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's positive when when that line can come out even. Um, but what our team needs is for that line to come out five on five plus one or 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 better on any given night, and that gives us a really good chance to win a hockey game. On the empty netter, the empty net goal at the end, um, Couturier on a hat trick isn't demanding the puck there. He's it looked like he signaled to. Uh, Nolan to do the selfless, the easy decision to go for the empty netter. He said that on the bench, Nolan had actually said he was looking for him on the play, yeah. um, but Couturier wanted him to take the, the right play. It looked, it sounds like on both ends there was a selfless idea there. Go for yeah, the easy decision. That something as a coach. That's, like that's pretty typical in the game of hockey. You know, for for Patty to take, try to take a look and try to get, uh, you know, try to get that puck to Coots, um, you know, is is natural. Uh, the flip side of that is, you know, Coops is looking at it from the aspect of put the puck in the net and the game's over. And that's most important. It's team first. Thanks, everyone. Hey, guys, this is John Stolnes from The Good Fight and the Phillies podcast, Hitting Season. Man, the 2018 season was... Well, it was interesting anyway, and the upcoming offseason looks to be even more interesting. So if you want to stay up to date on all things Phillies this offseason, subscribe to the Good Fight podcast feed and get my podcast, Hitting Season, where I talk to Phillies beat writers, broadcasters, and fellow Good Fight bloggers, as well as national baseball writers, and the occasional interview with Matt Klintak and Gabe Kapler. Also, you'll get continued success, a Phil's podcast hosted by Justin Clue and Liz Rocher covering all things Phillies, and The Dirty Inning, a hilarious podcast hosted by Justin and Trevor Strunk looking at the very worst innings in Phillies history. And you'll get bonus podcasts every time big news is made with the team. Seriously, if you want to stay up to date on everything revolving around your favorite baseball team as they return to contention, make sure you are subscribed to the Good Fight podcast feed.